What you are listening to is real. The parties involved are not cool. They are actual geeks with a case pending in the court of public opinion. The party's case has been dismissed, and the dispute will be settled here on our podcast. There will be no lawyers. There will be no witness testimony. The judge's decisions are final. Hello, I'm Judge Ivan. I'm Judge Jonathan, and this is Geeks on Trial. Today's case, play attention. Welcome to Geeks on Trial. This is the podcast where we settle petty disputes between actual geeks over movies, video games, board games, and more. If you'd like to submit your own geeky case for a future episode, you can email us at geeksontrial at gmail.com. You can also support our show over at patreon.com slash geeksontrial for just a few bucks a month, and you'll gain early access to both our audio and our video episodes before they are released to the general public. Hey, uh, there's someone here. Oh, is it me? <laughs> uh, you're here, but there's there's a th- there's something. I think somebody broke into our system. That's yeah, very observant. Mine, I, uh, just snuck into the back door. <laughs> it's I'm confused. <laughs> that voice you hear, I'll explain for you, Ivan, and for the listening and or viewing audience. That's a very special voice because on today's show, we're not going to just be dual judges. We're going to be triple judges. Uh, because judges, we have a special guest judge for this week's episode from Roll for Crit, board game extraordinaire. I didn't, I couldn't think of a noun, but he's here from uh, <laughs> RollForCrit.com and Roll for Crit on YouTube, where he reviews and plays board games for our viewing pleasure. Will Keeler's on the show. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Uh, sorry, I couldn't get a nice robe like you guys, but uh, I do have a hammer. So. Oh, there you- <laughs> Wow, perfect. That's, that's all you. That's the main thing. Right. You have something to hit people with if we start fighting with each other. I would respect the judge more if I walked in and they had a, a physical like claw hammer. Yeah. That would be you know <laughs> just a sledgehammer. Just a sledgehammer. I, I feel all his his like all punishments would be like you must build five chairs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Strictly carpentry based. You must go to IKEA. <laughs> it was real tough to book uh, you on the show. Well, you know, we had it was hard to get your contact to get in touch sure. with you. Mm, it, uh, I'm very elusive. We had to jump through a lot of hoops. Me. <laughs> yeah, it was. I have to, I have to change my dress again. We but sent out a pigeon. The pigeon found you. It was great. <laughs> we're glad you're here, and especially because this is going to be a board game themed episode. So we really need your expertise. However, before we get to today's case, uh, we do have some opening banter to go through, and that's going to be movie related. And this is another reason that we uh, wanted to have you on the show. Because I'll explain for the folks at home that uh, a thing that we like to do every year is the Summer Movie Wager. Uh, You can find more details at thesummermoviewager.com. We'll put a link in the episode description. Uh, But this is a thing that was started way back on the web show, The Totally Rad Show, and it's carried on now to the film cast. And anybody can do it, but that's kind of uh, where I know it from is these two specific podcasts. And essentially, we compete to try to predict what the top 10 highest grossing films of the summer will be every year. And there's an, a whole strange, complicated point scoring system to it that I'm not going to explain right now. And I'm also, I don't know if we should really even read through our full list. We'll, we'll put a link to no. them maybe because we could spend like an hour talking about this if we wanted to, but 
we're gonna that we're gonna keep it just to this opening discussion. But we each have our lists here, and we're we're all three of us competing to see who can predict the biggest movies of the summer and in order too. We're you're trying to hit like the number one through ten spots correctly. And, and I don't know, Will. Any thoughts on the the summer movies this year and your and your list and how you feel about it? <laughs> uh, I am worried about my list. I took a bunch of big gambits, so I'm pretty sure I'm either going to be like a really strong first or, well, or between the three of us, the solid last. Another one of our friends has a bit <laughs> right. more of a random list, so now I'm feeling a bit more comfortable not being in last place. <laughs> now, let me ask you, you know, because I, I kind of have my ways of how to pick things and and each one of you, like, how do you pick your list? How do you go through these movies and and see? Because there's a there's a lot of movies and a lot of movies that like we will never either see or we'll never hear from again on these lists that come out this summer. Uh, so how do you go through and pick what movies you enjoy? Uh, Jonathan, go. Oh, me. Yeah, I don't know how to. It's it's confusing. It's like it feels like we have to toss a ball, or who has the speaking stick at this current right. time? Well, we all do. The speaking hammer. <laughs> the speaking um, hammer. Yeah, I well, first I will just go through and look at a list of all the movies coming out, and I will just put into a document the ones that catch my attention because I've right. they're they're a big sequel, or I've heard of it, or it's from a director I know, it's part of a franchise, whatever it is. Uh, and this year that ended, I got like twenty or thirty movies that way. And then I go through and I go, okay, well, you know, I know that I, I, I pare it down piece by piece and I'll, I'll usually have a list of like, these are definitely going to be on the list and these are maybe going to be on the list. Right. <laughs> and then I'll kind of just go by instinct for the first pass. Then I do go onto boxofficemojo.com uh, and I will try to look at past movies to kind of roughly estimate how I think these movies are going to do based on that. So you, my list usually goes by that first pass, but sometimes I'll like, Oh, I didn't realize that movie. The last one did pretty well. So maybe I'll bump it up a notch or something like that. And then there's also the factor of like, do I want to go crazy and think, sure, this all makes sense based on my logic and based on box office numbers. But do I feel like there's just something in the air this year that says right. Minions is out or <laughs> whatever it is that I think something's going to go hype off the charts or not based on just some factor that I can't define? That's how I do it. I don't know. Well, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty close to that. I don't do the researching on Mojo, at least not anymore, because I did that back for the summer of Transformers last night and Pirates, and they both bombed. <laughs> so I was like, you know, what? just go gut it. feeling. The yeah, other thing, go ahead. The other thing I tend to like think about how I've heard people talk about this is more for like if there's a sequel. For example, the Spider-Man movie, I've only heard positive things when people are talking about, so I assume more people are going to be excited about that. Well, maybe some other movies if I heard more fatigue, I'm going to be like this this could end up like the tra- last night where people have sort of had their fill kind of deal, so yeah, that could yeah. move it up and down a few slots. Yeah, I definitely you, like I I go through. I, I didn't do a lot of research this year because I feel like in years past when I've done the research, I've been burned. Like you, you know, we were saying, but like yeah, I just kind of went with my gut and didn't really didn't really go in. But I I did take myself out of it a little bit. Like I didn't go by what movies I think I would enjoy. Oh, you can't do that. That's because that's like, almost these, never going to work. <laughs> like I don't like probably wouldn't enjoy guardians three as my top movie of the summer, you know, but mm. it's going, I think it's going to be a good movie, but it's probably not going to be my personal top movie. 
Well, let's just give a little taste because the audience has no idea uh, maybe what we've picked. But uh, yeah, Ivan and I both put Guardians at number one, right. uh, whereas Will put uh, the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse at number one with Guardians at number two. Uh, we all had Mission Impossible kind of in the same place. Uh, uh, Will and I both had Fast X pretty high at two and three. Ivan's is down lower at, I think, five or six, maybe. Um, other, uh, most of our lists have basically the same movies, uh, more or less. You've got right. Barbie on there somewhere uh, near the, in the bottom half. You've got Flash somewhere. You've got Transformers somewhere. Actually, uh, for you, Ivan, Transformers is a dark horse. Yes, which which means uh, you're not sure if it's going to make the list. I don't think it will. I think it's it's burned. Those movies have burned me before, and uh, <laughs> well, they like, burned, I, they burned everyone every right. time. <laughs> so I'm like, it needs to be on the list somewhere. So Dark Horse is what that's for. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any other. Like, are there any other specific? Like, like I know we were the big. I feel like the big. There's two to me big differences, big defining things on this list, at least between. Uh, yeah, I think between both mine and Ivan's and Will's, like you were saying, that you think you might either do dead last or you might beat <laughs> us both. It's Spider-Man at number one, and it's right. Ivan and I both have Little Mermaid very high, and, and you put it down at number nine. And I think those two things are the biggest differentiators between our lists. And I don't Pretty, know how that's going to shake out. Yeah, um, I mean, there's some other ones, but those are the ones that would actually, I think, affect the point scores. Like, the rest would be like... Yeah one or two kind of thing when those would be like right. uh, the things that are like, well, either you're really going to have a boost or you're going to be lagging behind. And yeah. I think I did a lot of these. I went with my gut on with advertising. So like mm. I put Barbie um, higher than I think either one of you, if I'm looking at the list correctly. Yeah, you did. Oh uh, no. Will was higher than mine. Oh, yeah. because I, I saw a lot of advertising for it. it's why in, right. in places where it shouldn't have been. I was like, all right, I'm on the Gundam subreddit. Why is there Barbie stuff here? Right, and the same thing with like the Little Mermaid. There was that whole controversy that uh, of of the actress playing uh, the Little Mermaid. So it's been in the zeitgeist for a long time. So I'm thinking either people are going to, they're either going to go out and see it because they want to see it, or as like a, as a like a oh I need to support this. So I'm like, eh, let me put it a little higher on the list. You see, that actually was one of the reasons to put it a little lower, because I actually thought the Little Mermaid already came out. Because of all that. <laughs> so I was like, oh, oh, it's this right. summer? Well, because, yeah, well, it, it's did, it did. It. I don't know if you know this. It did already come out. It was in 1989. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, so I was right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I, I feel like, go ahead. <laughs> you feel like that? You do? I feel like that, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, yeah, to me, the, the, the toughest ones on this list are Barbie, which you mentioned, because I put it at number 10. I feel like. I had it higher before. I feel like that could be a huge surprise and go right. way up. I'm not sure how it's going to go. Uh, and the, the other one for me is The Flash. I think The Flash either could bomb or it might make the top five. I think it could, if it's really good, I think that could really perform in a way we're yeah. not expecting. No, I'm I also still surprised on how like you guys put the Fast and the Furious, uh, Fast <laughs> X, so high. I put it. Like, I, they they've always done well in the past. They've all many of them have been in the top three. 
Because I feel like, like they have to die at some point, but maybe they you're right. maybe they have just a following. But you're th- right. This and is is this the tenth movie? Is that why it's the X? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so like maybe it will get more than I'm thinking. Like that was the one thing because it's like the tenth anniversary. And I believe or it's um I think this is like part one of the final movies. Of course it is. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Will Fast and, X yeah. <coughs> Thoughts? Sorry. Um, <laughs> Get it all out. <laughs> the thing with Fast X is it, it's part of the, at least in my head, there's like certain audiences you think of and the summer big blockbuster action explosion. Right. Fast X is that. Yeah. 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 And that's why, like, I don't like. It's summer so, and it comes out early, too. It comes out in May, which means it has all, more time to make money. And I do think it's, it's funny that we all have in some way or another a superhero movie in our top <laughs> movie. Of, in our I mean, one. usually there are three in my top five. Right. <laughs> like, they're, they're almost always at the top of the list. Because those are the blockbuster explosion fighting. Like, that's the, the what people They're reliable. The, yeah. They're, I, the reason superheroes in general, I think, just the trend. First of all, they're Disney. Anything mm-hmm. Disney gets a buff. Right. The superheroes are, they're the explosion ones, but they also cross over into the, this is the movie I take my kid to. Right. So those right. are, like instantly going to do very well unless they're really bad movies. I put Flash lower mostly because DC has shown to be usually poor movies. But yeah. I think you're right about Flash. I find it funny I put Barbies above Transformers. Even though Transformers <laughs> has been the... What, what are we on? The seventh movie? Five, uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe It depends if you count Bumblebee. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Right. So you'd think that would be the better one but i think like ivan said i just and as a fan of transformers you know just looking at the what i've seen and a lot more ads for transformers but just I have oh a they're bad definitely feeling. going in on the marketing for it that's for sure well yeah, yeah. it's transformers that's what they do <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny too that you mentioned disney because like you know disney has bought out so many companies that it, it, it's kind of it's a disney summer it's always Which, a Disney. It's been that way for a decade. <laughs> well, I think it's it's growing more because like Maybe. now it's like oh they have you know I would say like eighty percent of the studios now. <laughs> so that might be a little high, but yeah, like okay, like, like maybe seventy nine, seventy nine percent of yeah. the studios they have yeah. seventy nine point five maybe. Right. All right. So I I have one question for you guys because um, this is a movie that if I was ranking that I think I'd be most excited for. Mm-hmm. It put higher, but I have as a dark horse. Mm-hmm. And that's Oppenheimer. Both you have it on the eighth spot. Do you yeah. think like why? Because that is at least I don't think that's explosion as if we were talking about before. Uh, so of- Oppenheimer, yeah, is the movie about the atom bomb guy, uh, directed by Christopher Nolan, and that is why it's number eight. Because yeah, I went with director alone. If you look at Christopher Nolan is one of those very few magic directors who doesn't make sequels, but Dunkirk, Inception, um, like almost all his movies hit the top 10 if they come out in the summer. The one recent exception is Tenet because there were no movies in theaters that summer (laughs) when it came out. Right. We don't don't count that year. I Uh, also chose it too because like out of all the superhero imagination movies – this is the one where I think the older audience would go towards. That's that's fair. You know, Usually I would put something yeah. like that, but with so much stuff going on, that's why I dropped it. But like I said, if I was to rank these by what I want to see, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that's top three. 
Well, what well is, usually uh, I add in some kind of like like a, a senior citizen film is you know what I call it. Well, <laughs> the, um, the last few years they had like the the, the motel movie. The oh, I forgot what it's called. You mean um, the you mean porn? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, no, where the oh, this group of elderly people would go to this hotel, uh, the Grand Miracle something something. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Now like I that, do. Yeah. I, I definitely didn't. Now, but like that kind of movie where it's like, you know, because we have to like, it's a well-rounded, you have to figure out that well-rounded well, group. There were definitely movies, like I usually kind of in the same boat will put a horror movie, right. a movie that's more like uh, female skewed or a, and a comedy pop probably. But this year there was just no room for those because there are so many big franchise movies that like what? I took like I, there was like um the new Insidious is coming out there's that Strays okay. movie the talking dog movie that's a comedy that I feel like in other years I might have put on there but I just couldn't there's too much Barbie kind of and Little Mermaid are like other yeah, they, movies they are kind of filling all, those they fill all everything you just said yeah yeah. Barbie will die into a it's turn to sea film at the end if we go by the original story. <laughs> they're also the big tentpole movies is a thing, and usually it's too different. And it feels like now they're going after – they're trying to make the tentpole movies appeal to different people. Well, and that's why – like I think the Barbie movie, I don't know anything about it, um, but I feel like that might be the co- the summer comedy if it is – That too. I, I, I mean I put it higher than you guys, but one of the reasons I actually do have – a bit well one one nostalgia i think is going to help it a lot right. but the other thing is i saw that um oh my god now i'm blanking on his name from arrested development the, Jason the kid my, the michael, michael 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 Sarah. Sarah is in it as like a deep cut character like who's like one of the early print <laughs> figures Skip. so i'm like the dog. oh they're doing some <laughs> weird research and stuff on it so that means there's this doesn't look like it was a cheap just throw something out slap barbie on it Oh yeah, I mean it's a Greta Gerwig movie. It's like a, right. it's like an art house Barbie yeah. movie. You know what I mean? Like it's that's that's part of why I'm just I don't know how it's gonna do. I don't really know who it's for. <laughs> right. I don't know if now, people are gonna take their kids to it. I don't know if they are. It's PG thirteen. That was that was part of my thing. Uh, you and know. it's you know we were talking about nostalgia, and I'm thinking I'm like oh this is a summer of nostalgia, but it seems like the past ten summers. That's what they go Our for. Our whole lives. Oh, yeah. No, right. nostalgia right. is They're a main marketing nostalgia. thing now. Yeah. Absolutely. You're just noticing it now because now it's nostalgia for our generation. <laughs> right. When we yeah, were growing I, up, it was Starsky of... and Hutch and the Brady Bunch movies or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess you're – yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all comes through in cycles. Now, we were – I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but we're right now talking about which one we think we make the most money. By the way, this is just in the U.S. Right. Just domestic. To be clear. Because that would change a lot. Transformers would probably slaughter these then as soon as it hits China. But what would be your three movies, though, you actually want to see out of these? Great question. Uh, See, I want to see... Like, obviously, Hmm. if you couldn't see all, but like... Or maybe just not on this list. What are your... Yeah, there could be ones. Because for me... Guardians is definitely on the list for me. Because I want to see the the third Guardians. Um, Indiana Jones, like, it's... I want it's it's gonna be like a guilty pleasure because like I feel like it's going to be bad because we'll like see. I've been burns, um, but yeah, uh, Guardians, Indiana Jones, and Little Mermaid for me. Little Mermaid, <laughs> all right. I want to see the Little Mermaid movie. It's not gonna be good. I'm telling That's you. That's right why I want to see it. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. Disney has been doing great with all these conversion from cartoon to live action. I think it's gonna kill at the box office. I think it's gonna oh, be it a terrible movie. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's another reason I put it too low on my list is because I was thinking more of the yeah, let what your I like. personal. But yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, for like, me, we're, well, respect my cartoon movies. <laughs> Mission Impossible is definitely pretty high. I love those movies. Both Guardians and Spider-Man I'm, I'm going to be excited about. The one I'll say that's not on this list is a movie called Blackberry, which is uh, oh, yeah. about the founding of the digital Blackberry, which is yeah. it's, it's from uh, Matt Johnson, who did one of my favorite like underground TV shows and web series, Nirvana the Band, the show. Uh, and he also did... Um, uh, what movie, you know, the, the dirties, if anyone's seen that or operation right. avalanche, but, uh, that's the movie I'm actually like, I think that will be my actual favorite movie of the summer, but it's not going to touch this list. Right. <laughs> well, that's you? why like going through that full list, it's like, Oh, there's so many movies that are just getting like, why are you even putting them out in the summer? Right. <laughs> like you, they're going to get swallowed up alive. Uh, well, uh, for me, like I said, Oppen- Oppenheimer, I'm really that's curious about that. Sure. Anything with like, nuclear stuff in general, but also, I mean, like Ivan 2, Indiana Jones and Mission Impossible both fall into the, like, generic middle-class white guy's gonna like this, and I'm in right. there. yeah. Uh, but the other one, and this, this is sort of That's like me. Ivan with The Little Mermaid when you said you want to see because it it's bad, but it's not Little Mermaid. This isn't on any of our lists. It's called Knights of the Zodiac. <laughs> Your favorite movie. <laughs> it's huh. based on an anime. So I want to see this, like, I'm like, this can't be good based on the live a- other live action adaptations. But I'm like, you know what? It's a weird one. And I feel like I'm going to be laughing when I go through it. <laughs> it's it's going to be like this summer is going to be the summer where I'm probably going to buy the A-list or a movie pass something because there's a mm-hmm. lot of movies that I actually want to see this summer. Also, on a side note pass. for That's... that anime movie, because you were just saying before, why did they like, you know what? We could take on this summer. It's kind of the one we go out for. Well, I don't even know. Who knows? Sometimes <laughs> it's just like a month they have to release it by to make their right. money or something. True, but it's it just like God. They chose yeah. the most crowded summer. It's a crazy summer. It's gonna uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be exciting. I, I, I'm most of the movies on the list. I actually am looking forward to seeing. There's there no, are no. I, I think most of them. I don't think will be bad. I mean, I honestly think Barbie's gonna be a fun watch. Like, oh yeah, oh I'm very, I'm ex- I'm looking forward to. It. I think it's gonna be great. I probably won't see Transformers. Uh, I might see. I, it. Look, <laughs> I, like I said, I'm a fan and I'm not. I the just just the coloring of the robots. But come on, if, you'll see it, it if I make you see it. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's not gonna be. It's not of my own volition, which I think is important to say. Right. And you will be tied up. <laughs> J- Jonathan has to drag me to movies now. Unfortunately, that's yeah. fine. I will put a gun to your head. All right. That's, we will have, like I said, links to all this stuff. If you want to join the wager, you can. You still have uh, a week before it officially starts. The first right. weekend is May 5th. The weekend Guardians comes out. Yeah, so, and then your turn is over. Yes. I, I think you might still be able to join, but you can't be, like, officially considered for rankings right. because you already have information. <laughs> well, so, uh, while you're at it, because the reason uh, whether – I don't know how you're going to show this, put the lists up, but – you can we just might. throw our usernames down there, and then that way, if you make a list, you can throw ours and compare with us, and then watch as the scores go around and as we just panic. Yeah, we'll do sure. it. It's a lot of fun. I, if you haven't tried it, I recommend it. But we must get to today's case. We must get down to business, gentlemen. That's right. The turn order for the movies is done. Their turn is done. You got to move That's on right. the next person's turn. That phase has ended, and now phase two, <laughs> and then clean up. Okay. Everybody listening, 
this is a this is a court show, if you weren't aware, which is why we're going to get to today's case, which comes to us from the internet. You can find a link in our episode description. And today's defendant is Doug. Doug, in our case today, was enjoying a session of the classic family game Sequence, appropriately enough, with his family. Now, for the uninitiated in Sequence, players draw traditional playing cards, ace, two, what have you, and are then able to place chips onto a board matching that card. And the goal is to make sequences of five chips in your color on the board by getting those cards in the right alignment. Now, if you play a one-eyed jack, there are some of the jacks in this game have only one eye. If you do that, you get to remove a chip from one of your opponents on the board. And that is exactly what Doug did. But for some reason, his brother, who was also playing the game, didn't notice which chip he removed exactly. And when he asks Doug to reveal this, Doug refuses. And he says, you should have been paying attention. And now Doug's brother thinks this is an act of poor sportsmanship. He ends up leaving the table with the game unfinished, uh, while Doug insists that this is how he always plays with his friends, and he doesn't believe he should be required to disclose his every move when playing a board game. Now, as triple judges here on Geeks on Trial, it's our job to determine whether we dig Doug's smug mug or if another, his brother from the same mother, has his druthers. <sighs> By the way, an important thing I want to note, I did look up what the three version of dual is. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now I ended up saying triple. However, I according to some sources, another way to say triple that would be equivalent to dual is trial. Oh. <laughs> so, well. A trial that, of judges. That, that was just a bit... sounds like the plural of judges. Like a gaggle <laughs> of geese. A trial of judges. A trial of judges. Yeah. A hunting of lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting stuff. All right. So, obviously, we're talking about board games today. I, I, let's start, start off with the fact that this game is the game of sequence. Right. I have, other than the fact that part of the board game's name is my online handle, Quince. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I do not have awareness of this game. I haven't played it. Uh, I know, Ivan, you were saying you did. Will, have do you have sequence experience? Not to my knowledge. I think at this point, Jonathan, your experience with board games and mine, if it's not a TCG, (laughs) are pretty close. Well, this seems like the kind of game that maybe you could have played growing up with your family or something. Which is how I played it. it. Uh, yeah. So so we, what's the deal with this game? <laughs> um, I, I could honestly tell you, I really don't 100% know because the last time I played it, I was 10. Uh, so yeah, it, from what I remember, the board is a giant cardboard board with playing cards all up and down it, just different playing cards. And you're given your chips and you can put them on the board. Yeah. Your hand is literally a hand of playing cards, which I believe it's two packs of playing cards but yes. don't don't quote me on that i, I um, having read the rules i can confirm <laughs> and that's about all i know that's basically um, it that's you, so, like you have you, you go i play a queen of hearts and then there's, there's a space on the board queen of hearts you put your chip there and if right. you can't play a card then you get to draw a new one and, that's, and it feels that's like it was a game that was made with people's leftover poker things <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like that, they that had mean, like cards so they okay instead of if you don't have you could probably you could definitely play this without the game itself if you have a bunch of cards and chips lying around because you could just make the board by just putting down cards on the table 
and using True. just leftover poker chips. So this seems like a very much like a like a retirement home game or like a, like a grandma <laughs> game. Yes. Like, now, hey, you want to play some sequence? Here's some hard candy. Now, before we continue, and I think I already know the answer, but I want to confirm, as you said, you read the rules, Jonathan, and I've been, I did. Maybe you know it as well. There are this page is long. a not a uh, a lot. I forget the exact term, but it, you are taking turns. This isn't everyone going at the same time. Correct. Right. Yes, you take turns one at a time. You get to place down a chip. That's, that, I think that is important because there's a difference of, oh, I can take my time and turn versus we're all grabbing stuff. Well, you should have been in the game because there is no pausing. Yeah. Oh, no. This this game is not a a gamer's game. This is a <laughs> light family game up there with like, it's. I would say it's lighter than like a Monopoly. Oh, like for you, sure. You, you don't need to know what's going on. I mean, you even don't need Spoon to... sort of has that. So right, like it's very. I was just gonna say that dummy falls in the you better be paying attention category because the whole point is grab the spoon in the center and don't be the last one out. No, this Mm. is what like what do they call like a pretzels and beer game or what like beer and pretzels? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you're just (laughs) you got to get them in the right order. (laughs) Listen, trademark (laughs) is meaningless. (laughs) You you got to drink first, otherwise those pretzels are terrible. We all know know. only drunk people enjoy pretzels. It's true. It's the rule of the 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 shorter syllable has to come first. We have Tom and Jerry, Rick and Morty. That's that's the way it is. I don't know why. Ivan and Jonathan. He's right. <laughs> yep. He's right. Well, but yeah, I kind of like me first. But yeah. I'm sorry? Han and Han. Huh? What? Han and Han. That's it. Um, so, yeah. So, it's it's one of those games that's not like, it's not a serious game. It's it's like a, you play this when you go to the beach. You play, like, this is a lighthearted right. game. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's that's definitely worth noting about this one. Now, uh, not talking specifically about sequence, but I kind of want to know what everyone's feelings are in general when gaming. And it should be noted, I guess, that uh, as we kind of alluded to, we're more used to playing typically the more modern, hobbyist, complex board games, certainly compared to sequence, <laughs> more complex. Right. We're, we're um, a gaming elite. We're will. better than you. <laughs> we are better than you in every single way. But how, what is your typical stance on a uh, you know re- revealing what you just did if someone wasn't paying attention and they ask or B I feel like this is sort of related but not exactly the same thing but I feel like this comes up a lot in our games is uh narrating what you're doing as you do it. When you're playing, so just in just being in the habit in general of being like, all right, on my turn, I move a piece here, and then I draw this card, and I do this and that and the other. I am big on people doing that because usually I'm in my turn. Because when you're gaming, you want to be planning your next turn and following what else the other people at the table are doing so you don't miss something and don't screw up. So, you know, having somebody tell you, hey, I'm moving this here. Or just knowing that they have a turn going on is is helpful. Um, and it depends what, what, also what the game you're playing. Because, like, if you're not supposed to tell somebody, then, you know, <laughs> that's cheating. But, like, yeah, I'm, I'm very big on, like, people should – you should be paying attention at the table. Like, you shouldn't be on your phone, whatever, yada, yada, yada. But you should also be like, hey, I'm taking my turn. So Probably. the way I view it – well, there's two th- people to look at here. There's the person taking their turn. And everyone else. So we'll quickly go over everyone else. In this case, the brother. You know, if you're at a family game night, maybe you get a little distracted. You're talking with people because 
for many people, games are more social experiences. Right. But there is a certain point when you should be able to, uh, this, probably not for this game. I'm thinking something a bit more, some of the more complex ones that we play. You should be, have a general idea what to do on your turn. Like, right. once it comes back around, so don't go full in on your phone and be like, all right, um, what do I do again? That's an but this, issue. Now, this is a game that you're probably, you right. have a hand of cards. <laughs> it's you more know that they, they don't say the how the person not. was distracted, and I just feel like it right. needs to be said. No, I yeah, everything you said I agree with so far. Now, for the person taking their turn, I cannot think, think of a single game where you are not allowed to be asked how many cards in hand. What did you do? If it's open right. information, people are allowed to know. It's very mm -hmm. obvious that uh, Doug, was it, I believe? Doug is our defendant. Has never played a tournament game. <laughs> because you will get kicked out of a game of Magic if you tell someone, I ain't telling you what I did. Oh, interesting. that's interesting. See, I didn't oh, know that. Oh, no, that's unbelievably important. Because I would think it would be like the opposite, where it's like, in a tournament, like, you are keeping your cards to yourself, literally. Like, you're like... There are so many cards that could make a difference, and especially if... I mean, this card, the game doesn't have it, but, like, I could have a card that interrupts your turn. So okay. that's why you go through it. When I play, like, Jonathan mocks me when I'll get silent in a game. That's not because I'm not saying my turn. I'm not usually pointing out I'm one point away from winning. <laughs> yeah. But oh, okay. When if I'm Will's a, quiet, it means he there's something he doesn't want you to know. He's but if asked, I will good. say. In fact, <laughs> sure. in a card game, I will literally point out like uh, the most recent one I've been to is Digimon. I'll be like, hey, just a reminder, this guy has retaliate, so you'll he'll kill your guy if you attack it. Because right. I mm. don't want to be the guy who's like, by the way, this killed your guy. What? Yeah, no take backs kind of thing, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I want mm -hmm. all information on the board that should be open, open. Now, I do think there's maybe a distinction, or maybe not, depending on your view, between information like how many cards do you have in your hand or versus what did you just do? Like, information that is current versus something you did in the past. Is there a cutoff? Like, I don't know that it's necessarily fair, and that's not this is not in this case, but... Should you have to say, oh, what did you do last turn? Like, what if a, a, a full round has passed or something? The, uh, definitely, okay. that's like a full round. Don't ask me about five turns ago because I won't even remember. Right. That's part I of it. I think the other thing is if if this would involve, only because I imagine this would be more annoying bookkeeping. Once again, going back to training cards, it'd be like, if I played a card that has revealed top five cards of my, de my, hand, of my deck and pick one card to show you guys and add to my hand. If you ask me later, what'd you add to your hand again? I'd be like, look, we, we, we went through that already. I showed yeah. it to you before. Now, if you were to ask me, like, just as soon as your turn starts after that move, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I did this and I added a, a, a mountain to my hand. Right. So there's definitely, yeah. you're right, there is a time period, as always. But yeah, not and as Jonathan, soon as the person's turn starts. What do you think? What is your view? Yeah, yeah I mean, I... Uh, you know, some of this comes down to a little bit to rules lawyering, which I, I haven't been known to do myself, <laughs> where you're, you know, you're like, well, the book says this or doesn't say this. And how do you read it exactly? Right. And uh, usually, like uh, Will said, stuff like the discard pile or things like that are considered open information. You can't you're not supposed to conceal it. Um, you know, you you can't be like I'm not going to tell you, or I'm not I'm going to not show you 
what things you you should be able to have access to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's largely still true for things like if I just made a move, then I, well, here's here's the thing. Here's the truth in terms of rules. Is it strictly not allowed? Because we're not talking about a tournament here or, or anything like that. Uh, by the rules of sequence, and this is where, you know. By it, the rules of sequence. People can start to get annoying. <laughs> Technically, there's no rule that says you must tell someone <laughs> if they ask you what you just did. You know what right. I mean? But is there a rule that says you can you are not to tell? Right. I know, for example, something say you're not allowed to look through the discard pile. Well, this is when you get on your phone, you go to boardgamegeek.com, and you figure out who wrote what and how the wording is set. This is half well, of our game night, folks. In, in which case, Jonathan, though, I'd say the problem is then you're applying to another set of rules, which is the social right. rules mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of the situation. I, I want, right. If the Before game the does not rules. clarify, you're dealing yeah. then with social rules. I which, do. That, I that's actually, like the tournament scene. Tournaments have extra rules because there's prizes. <laughs> yeah. Right. I happen to have the rules of sequence in front of me here. <laughs> and there is an interesting uh, section that I want to read that isn't totally relevant to this, but I, maybe we could <laughs> construe it as such. There is a section in these rules, and I don't know if this is every version of sequence, but the ones that I found called table talk. And under table talk, it says, there must be no table talk or coaching team members you can play this game in teams if a teammate says anything that alerts a fellow teammate to the fact that they are about to do something that they shouldn't every member of that team must forfeit one card of their choice from their hand placing it on their discard pile when the draw deck becomes depleted all discard piles are shuffled together blah 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 doesn't matter but uh, really i think now this rule is mainly there so that because when you play in teams i think you're supposed to it's like, does a mahjong work this way? Kind of, you're supposed right. to not, uh, like, be just working with each other out loud. You're supposed to intuit each other's moves. Uh, but if you were, if you did want to be annoying, <laughs> you could read, "There must be no table talk," <laughs> as Which, okay. possibly applying to a situation like this. Well, and I will counter and be annoying yeah. that it's under the <laughs> team section. Right. So well, only in the team play does everyone have to be quiet. Th- that's the thing. It doesn't. It just says. It says there must be. This is. This came up in a game we were playing last night. It's like a very annoying grammar thing. There must oh, be no. quote. There must be no table talk or coaching team members. You could read those as two separate clauses. Well, <laughs> I actually, don't think that's the intended spirit of it. Well, I will that's argue the then. That Please do. Uh, Doug already broke it then. Oh, yeah. Because he said, I don't have to tell you, which therefore he is table talk. He spoke at the table. He spoke yeah, at the table. You know, that, Choke uh, him with his cards. Because it doesn't matter. Or, it's either it's broken one way or the other. Isn't isn't the or meaning it's one yeah. or the other? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah right, yeah. okay. Which is weird. I, I, I wouldn't think that this is a game where they would – I do think that's strictly for team play, but it's not actually explicitly written that way, but right. it doesn't yeah, make I mean, sense otherwise. I'm just being – you know, go, I didn't I know, throw well, it that's, in there. That's, as a that's point what of you're supposed to do as judge, isn't it? That's right. That's well, right. This, but, this game is heavily played in Boca Raton, so we need to get somebody <laughs> from Boca to figure out – <laughs> never mind. You, you know what it is, Jonathan? 
That rule is in there because everyone's playing in Booker and Tom, and half the time someone falls asleep while playing and they don't want to wake them up. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. Okay, so I, we've heard, you know, I've heard the three K, three arguments here. Include, is that including this, yours? Is that the third yes. one? Yes. Okay. I, I, I listened to myself. I have headphones on. I could hear myself talking back. Okay. So this is an interesting thing because this is more of a party game. So do those rules change for either one of you? So like when you're playing a, a, a more heavy game and you don't want to like hold these rules. So you do want to hold these rules tight where it's like you're playing a monopoly or a sequence or something like this, where it's like you kind of, there's going to be some talking of other people around you or eating while playing or, you know, stuff like that. So like, are you more fast and loose with these rules in like a party game than you are a, um, what's the rating that they say for that? Not like a, a not complexity a, or a weight? Heavy yeah. Weight. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, it, it depends on the game and the mechanics. Like, yeah, I, I honestly, this, I can't see why I would care if people were talking, even giving strategies to each other. <laughs> like, well, that's the interesting I, I, thing. I'm thinking more like, um, a werewolf style game. Mm. I might be a little oh, bit more because oh, sure. I feel that ruin that really does ruin the fun, like, right? Because that's you, the point of said game, right? Uh, and, yeah, yeah. You know, if I revealed and I'm excited, I'm like I finally I'm a werewolf, and someone goes, "I saw Will's card. He's a werewolf." <laughs> right. A, fu a funny thing to note too here is that Doug apparently plays this game with his friends like frequently, like maybe on a weekly basis, like, and they take it seriously. And that's where he has kind of adopted this behavior is they play it very like silently. They don't like, they're really, they've played it so many times that they just get into it. And for them, right. part of the game is paying attention. And for that group, it's like, that's fine. But it's, I think in a family environment, I think it's not so much what the genre of game or the weight of the game, but the atmosphere of where you're playing it in this case. Right. Like, Cause I'm sure like when you play that? a game, when I play a game, no, uh, <laughs> when you, no, Willie asked, how old is Doug? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> when you play a game 100. at game night versus playing a game with your family, I'm sure certain niceties kind of change in those two different groups. Sure. You know, like certain rules go out the window when you're playing with your family. Like you're going to have to like grin and bear a certain amount of things that you wouldn't accept at a game night. And it sounds like he's not adapting to that. Right. Right. I mean, I will just say personally, <laughs> if someone ever asks me, what did you just do? I would never has any have have you ever had this happen? Either you did this or someone else did it where they refused to say what they just did. Yes. <laughs> Did you? Don't tell me it was me. No, it was it was the same friend that we were talking about previously. Oh God. I thought Ooh, I was like Barrett? wait, please don't tell yeah. me it's somehow me and I don't remember. Well uh, I mean do you remember the, the context? I don't remember the game, but I think it was like one of these like one of these heavier games that we started at like eleven o'clock at night. And it's like we were all kind of tired. So it's like we were kind of like not messing up, but like you're not fully paying attention at like midnight when you're playing a Battlestar Galactica game. Well, here's when there's certain I could excuse it a little more in certain instances. You mentioned Battlestar Galactica or Werewolf. If it's a social deduction game and you're meant to be hiding things from people, that, uh, well, that. is a different situation. Then there is something to that. I think I just use that for an example. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, then I could see that being appropriate. 
but uh, it, it definitely yeah. depends on the game. I think it's only come up once, and it's from that said person. Yeah. But other other than that, what? piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> but other than that, like I don't think it's ever come up in our group or even like playing at like conventions and stuff. Like it's normally people want you to enjoy it, and if you don't know what just happens, it's going to bog the game down. Yeah, yeah. most of my experience, whether it be in our usual game nights or card tournaments, everyone's more than happy to just quickly say they'll do maybe do a summary of like, yeah, I just drew and played these like. Right. Basically everything you'd want to know that would be open information. Yeah. And what what would he have done like what he didn't see which token he put down for which card? Which chip was removed? Removed. He he removed one of someone else's. And he Okay, then that's not like that's a he could have asked the entire table like I don't know. <laughs> that's that's all maybe it was just the two of them playing. I don't I didn't I don't know who okay. else was was playing. Uh that is something else too to maybe consider is it's also another thing if you're playing like a heavy head-to-head game, like you said, like magic right. or something. Well, but Matt, I mean, Matt, that's the opposite. You said that was the rule, but I almost could see an argument like no, I see what it's you're very saying competitive with, between the two of us. No, yeah, at, there comes, it's one of the reasons I prefer multiplayer game. I think uh, it sort of almost just spreads out the animosity because right. there's only <laughs> one other opponent. It's like, it's laser focused on them. I'm like, I don't want to give them any ground. But <laughs> yeah. right, there's still the duel. You know, you should try to be chivalrous. I, I assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A gentleman, a figure of honor or honor, right. as the British say. Honor. Or yeah, as my family is, says. I assume honor. it actually has to be two player at this point because, like, remembering what I uh, reading the case over, it wasn't like my parents were disappointed or my other siblings. Right. Didn't mention their reaction. But then, wouldn't it be if there's only two of them? Wouldn't you kind of probably be able to easily figure out which chip was removed or at least that, deduce it uh, yes, pretty closely? It, it feels like you should be able to make a guess if, if there's only two. Yeah, if or like more than two, I could imagine getting lost in the... Yes, yeah. And are we getting like, okay, yeah, not a lot of times we get the full story. Was it like, was this person doing this multiple times? Were they like actively mm. up getting a drink? Were The they brother like, you mean. Having a conversation, yeah. Were oh, they having a conversation? Were sure. they, you know, like, was it a repeat offense where the guy's like, no, I'm not <laughs> yeah, telling right. you. Yeah, uh, I don't think it was that, but yeah, if it's the 10th time he hasn't paid attention, oh, yeah. then. Right. I, I will say <laughs> I don't think it's that only because I would have assumed, because we're hearing this from Doug's perspective, by the <laughs> right, way. Right, right. <laughs> um, usually if someone does that, any evidence they can have to bring you onto their side, they'll tell you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like at, at all gamers, like I'm, we've all done this. We've all like hashtag oh. not all gamers, but go on. <laughs> you know, like the three of us are playing a game. Me and Jonathan start talking while Will's taking his turn. We both, oh crap, what did he do? Like everyone has done yeah. this at some point well, in their gaming career, which is why it's fine to be like, can you tell me what you did again? Because first off, right. I've done turns when I do a bunch of crazy stuff, and you're like, what'd you do, Will? And it's like, well, it turns out I just generated five power. Right. Like, right. it looks oh, like I, I did a bunch of crazy game. stuff, but I didn't, didn't really do anything. Right, yeah. <laughs> and this goes back to that. It's a social thing. You might want to talk. And even for me, one of the reasons I sort of try to distract myself in certain games when it's not my turn, because I can't affect the game. And if I start thinking, oh, right, I need to buy this piece and this piece. And then when Ivan buys that piece, I'm like, no, that ruins my entire turn. <laughs> but once again, that goes to what I was saying earlier. You better be ready and have a general idea what to do when it does come to your turn. 
So mm-hmm. that's that's more of knowing your own play style and right. how quickly you can come up with a strategy. Right. Yeah. Well, I, what do you think? Are we are we ready to give verdicts on this? one? I think it's time for verdicts because I, I the hammer like is have, ready. We have <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we, he was a carpenter. Like we, we we have uh, we have uh, a case that we have a choice in our head that we are ready to make. Well, uh, Will, you're our guest judge. Do you want to go first or maybe you want to go I last? I have no problem going first. Great. Take the lead on this one. So in this case, I do have to declare Doug is guilty. Wow. <laughs> you want to smack your head with yeah. that thing? <laughs> Jonathan? Oh, well, what, what, give me a little... Oh, uh, give oh me a little okay. I wasn't sure. I was like... Yeah, yeah, sum, give yeah. Give me a little sum up. I think almost... For any game, and as far as I can tell, this is not a game with a lot of hidden information. Right. It just, mm. and this is not a tournament scene where even then people would. You could have been just like, look, I removed this chip. I just feel the way he said it. Yes, I don't care if your friends play that way. Just because your friends decide to play card games on motorcycles doesn't mean that every card game you play has to be on a motorcycle. <laughs> Which I will pitch to you, and you can have this idea for free, Will. That's your next video. Card games on motorcycles? Card games on motorcycles. Unfortunately, Yu-Gi-Oh! has already done an entire season of that. Ah, there you go. Well. You think I was original and came up with that? <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed in you. All right. So uh, that's one uh, not guilty. We can't have a tie on this episode. No, uh, oh, sorry, guilty. that was a guilty. Sorry, that guilty. was a guilty. Sorry, sorry. I'm trying to I'm trying to sway the audience. No, I, I mean, I have put forth some arguments in defense of Doug. And I do think there are possible circumstances that could exonerate him in terms of official rules, et cetera. However, in this instance, given the situation and the atmosphere and the setting and the fact that it was just such a simple ask of Doug in with a family member at a casual gaming table, Uh, There's no question, even if Doug was technically could be argued to be in the right uh, vis-a-vis the rules or what have you, ergo, concordantly. Mm -hmm. Jargon, jargon. uh, He was a dick. (laughs) It's just a a dick move. There's no reason for it. Uh, So I definitely agree that he's guilty. Yeah, we all might have the three exact same answers because he is guilty. Like, it doesn't matter. You mentioned it's your family member. It doesn't matter if it's a family member, a close friend, your significant other, or just a stranger you've met on the street and you're playing this game for the first time. Big thing to me in life and in board gaming, don't be an asshole. (laughs) Like, you want, you want, it's so hard to get people to play a game with you and repeat games and, and, and just come back to the table every week. You want to be inviting, and sure, it might be annoying that, like, oh, he he doesn't remember again. He's not a top-tier gamer like I am. But y- you have to kind of bend some of your rules. We live in a society, people. <laughs> so I definitely say Doug is guilty. But remember, just don't be an asshole when it comes to board gaming. It's fine everywhere else. Right. Yeah, yeah. Why is the McDonald's jingle like, the... I, I, because <laughs> I tried to do the Doug theme song, and it turned oh, into the McDonald's. Theme okay, song. Yeah, that's doo 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 But it's doo doo doo. There's no buzz. I thought it was a. Is this the next court case? Your friend, your friend says the wrong theme song. There might be buzz in the interstitial music in the show. I think the 
the theme song is Doo Doo Doo. Is it? <laughs> we're gonna have huh. to. We're gonna have to look it up when this is over and and figure this out. When's our Maybe? Doug live action movie coming out? Oh, 2029. <laughs> I'm I'm auditioning for the role. <laughs> I think I can nail it. Uh, well, that was uh, our verdict on today's case. If you at home listening or watching this episode have an opinion, I can't imagine honestly that it's different than ours, unless you are Doug. And even I think Doug doesn't feel like he's on the right here. You could email us uh, to our address, which is geeksontrial at gmail.com. Uh, or you can also go there and submit your own case. For a future show, if you've had a dispute like this that surrounds a board game where you think you're in the right, maybe it's about a movie, a video game, what have you, anything geeky, we want to hear about it. Email us at geeksontrial@gmail.com or use our handy-dandy form, which is in our episode description. There is a link to it. Now, before we wrap up the show, we did miss a vital part of the case. What is our punishment? Oh, right. We need to sentence Doug. We need to sentence Doug. We all agree and he's guilty. He's guilty. He needs some kind of sentencing. So what is our, we should, do we want to do a group sentencing? Do we want to do three we separate We each throw sentencing? in a part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what, it's, just throw out if anyone has ideas. All right. He should have to, you know, play in a mass uh, multiplayer game and, uh, or he, you know, he has to be the person at conventions who helps people. Constantly. He has to play a mass game of diplomacy, but once his turn is done, he has to leave can't see what anyone else does, and when he comes back, is not allowed to ask what happened. <laughs> that sounds like, great. Maybe we like tape his mouth shut so he can't ever speak, no matter what game it is. We're right. gonna really reinforce that no table talk rule, right? Yeah, he's got to be mute for like three months. He's not allowed to speak. <laughs> and people around him might be happier. I do. I do think also before we continue, even Sorry, though man. Doug was found guilty and the brother innocent. I think we should issue a warning to the brother. Mm, yes. We don't want to see you back here in the court case because <laughs> you just asked someone what someone did three turns ago because you were on your cell phone. Right. Yeah, there well, is he... some potential borderline behavior there, for especially for a game that's this simple. <laughs> you're innocent like, now, but you remember, ignoring again, turns can end you back up in this courthouse. Like something, do you think, yeah. Do, I do think? you think he was paying attention to well, this yeah. case, he was trying to think of his next move. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, something could have happened. We don't know. That could completely... I mean, I already don't think the brother is really guilty, but something like, you know, if they're, like, playing at home and maybe someone dropped something in the kitchen or something and he looked away, <laughs> and yeah, that's look, why he missed it. Yeah, look, there are always circumstances that we could be, if we had more information. But, but this is a very now, simple game, so, like... Yes. If, if, unless there was some kind of loud noise... If, if you know that your opponent's about to remove a chip, you know, you might you probably should just be seeing what they do. Yeah, <laughs> right. well, but. and we can think of it, not to go too long again, but like Jonathan nah. like we, and Ivan, oh, we can think of experiences where there were times when we do think someone was at fault for not paying attention enough. Right. right. You know, they definitely go the you don't way. get carte blanche. Right. Don't. And it's for someone to explain if if you were just completely ignoring the game. We want we're here to also play the game. So we are now, unless they were on their phone going to our Patreon page, which is patreon.com <laughs> slash geeks on trial, where you can donate and get early access to our episodes and really help us out. Then that's fine. You could be. Oh, yeah, that's total. Know, distracted yeah, that's as long as you're going to our Patreon and giving us money to help the show. That's in the first line, right? Yeah. If right, you are right here, you line. do not need to pay yeah. attention to the game you're playing. 
Or right. perhaps if you're on your phone, giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Right. <laughs> or wherever else you get podcasts, because guess what? We're a podcast and we're a video, so you can find us on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Uh, well, thanks for joining us on today's episode. Tell everybody at home how they can find your projects online once this is over. Will. Well, yeah. uh, as I said in the beginning, roll for crit, search for that. That will have tons of stuff. We got reviews, previews. We did a, recently a preview playthrough of the Talislantia game where Jonathan made an appearance as a sloth. That's uh, true. Qu- quite enjoyable. So just search for that. Mostly YouTube. Check it out. No podcasts right now. So you just need to go to the one place. That's right. All all in one, baby. We'll put a link in the description. But uh, yeah, you can find uh, YouTube.com slash Roll for Create, all that stuff. Uh, you can follow me at Quince on Twitter. Or you can listen to my other podcast, which is called The Yerky Boys with two E's. It's an Animorphs podcast. We're reading the Animorphs book series. Ooh, that if, sounds like fun. If you like my voice here, you'll like it there as well. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram. I'm Ivan Arhan on Instagram. And you can see my newest video where my dog, Eddie, is reviewing a doggy treat over on The Snack Guy, The Snack Guy on YouTube. Wow. Did he yeah. like it? You'll have to watch and find out. Oh, I was hoping I'd get you. Spoilers. (laughs) Spoilers. I need them clicks, baby. (laughs) All right. Well, it's been fun. It's been a real trial. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. There wasn't a pun or anything there. I don't know what I did. That's it, I think. Let's do this. Let's do this. Mm. Let's say this. And this has been Geeks. On. Um, Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Trial. We'll we'll fix it. There it is. See you later. See you later. Bye.